What if there was a different way to live and work? Beyond the hustle and hype. Beyond the never-ending race to get more, do more, be more. A way that's grounded, intuitive, intentional, and in line with your deepest, truest self. You're listening to Wellpreneur with me, your host, Amanda Cook. Together, we'll explore nature-based personal growth for high-achieving women. I invite you to plant your feet on the earth, slow down, tune in, and get ready to create a life of meaning and magic. Hello, Wellpreneurs, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Wellpreneur Podcast. This week, I'm addressing a common fear and myths that I hear all the time. I'm just going to address them head on. And we are going to talk about target market myths. Now, this is not just a discussion for newbies, although if you're just getting started, this is really going to help you cut through the noise and see the direction you need to go in in your business. But even if you already have a target market chosen, you can always go deeper and more specific. And we're going to be talking about this today. Now, this week's episode is a special episode in conjunction with a live event that I'm running this week. So today that this is being released is September 11th, Monday, September 11th, 2017. And starting today, we're actually running a live Nail Your Niche Challenge in the Wellpreneur Community Group on Facebook. This is a completely free four-day challenge to help you finally figure out your target market once and for all so you can confidently say who you work with and what you do so that you eliminate those fears about feeling like you're actually limiting yourself from clients and that you're cutting off your earning potential by choosing a target market. We're going to get rid of those. And if you've ever had any resistance or inability or hesitation or procrastination about picking a target market, and let's be honest, who hasn't? then this four-day challenge is going to help you cut through all the noise, pick a target market, get inside their head, and start moving forward with really making your marketing for your business more magnetic and attractive and really resonate with your ideal client. So if you're listening to this podcast at the week it's released, so this is again the week of September 11th, 2017, definitely don't miss this chance to join us for the live Nail Your Niche Challenge. You need to go sign up. It's not enough to just come into the Facebook group. You need to sign up because the challenges themselves are coming out over email. So go to wellpreneuronline.com slash niche. That's N-I-C-H-E. wellpreneuronline.com slash niche and sign up for the Nail Your Niche Challenge. And then of course, come join us in the Facebook group where we're gonna be talking every day about our progress on the exercises and helping each other through questions. And I'll be in there answering questions too. And I can't wait to work with you. And if you know any people, any newbies in the Wellpreneur world just getting started with their wellness business, do them a favor, save them loads of time, and ask them to just join this challenge because, oh my gosh, I wish I'd had somebody walk me through this process when I was getting started. It would have saved me months, probably a year or two of angst and uncertainty and wasted time. So go to wellpreneuronline.com slash niche and join us for the live, completely free, four-day Nail Your Niche Challenge. Just for wellness entrepreneurs, it starts today. Okay, so let's talk about target markets and address head-on some of the common myths and misconceptions that I hear all the time from wellpreneurs. 
Now, I have to say, this resistance to choosing a target market isn't just exclusive to the wellness industry. It seems to happen across all business owners. In fact, I even saw this back in my corporate world doing tech marketing. People will have this instinct to keep their options open. And you feel like you want to work with as many people as possible. You don't want to rule anybody out because you want to be open to as much business as you can possibly get. And that's why this idea of choosing a target market can feel so counterintuitive. You can feel like you're actually limiting your options, like you're preventing yourself. You're turning away clients, right? You're preventing yourself from making as much money as you could because you're narrowing down. But actually, like that is not how it works. So let's get specific about what a target market is. So your target market means these are the people that you're marketing to. Your target market is who you're marketing to. Your target market does not mean who you can work with. Honestly, you can work with anybody you want. Anybody that comes to your door and says they want to work with you, if you have a good feeling about it and you want to work with them, work with them. That doesn't have any impact on your target market. Your target market is about marketing. Sometimes your target market is called your niche which they just mean the same thing. And it's kind of catchy to say nail your niche, right? So I was sticking with nail your niche. But target market and niche, where they come into play is really about marketing. So keep this in mind. Your target market affects who you market to, not who you work with, okay? Your target market dictates who you market to, not who you work with. Now, a lot of times you might feel like, well, I'm not ready to pick a target market yet. Or that's not going to work for my business. Or I need all the business I can get. Like this just, it's not going to work for me to pick a target market. And I would like to disagree with that and say that even if you're just getting started, it is worthwhile to pick a target market and use the approach that I'm going to talk about and that we'll walk through together in the challenge because you're not picking a target market forever, okay? It's impossible to know what your business is going to look like two years down the road. You just don't know, especially when you're just getting started, because things will change. Your interests will change. The market conditions will change. You'll learn so much more about what types of people are resonating with your work and what types of people you like to work with. So this choice of choosing a target market is not forever. The way I like to approach choosing a target market is by choosing a six-month target market. And this is probably very different from what you've heard from other marketing experts because people will say you have to choose a target market and stick with it forever. You do need to choose one and stick with it, but I'm saying choose one that you can stick with 100% and not lose focus for six months. Six months. At the end of six months, if you are going to get traction, you will see traction. Okay, you might not have the hugest business ever. You might not have made as much money as you want to, but you will have signs about, is this working? Is your list growing? Are you getting more engagement? Are you getting likes and followers and email subscribers? Are you making some sales? You choose the six-month target market and you dedicate yourself to it 100% for six months. And at the end of those six months, then you have a choice. You take a look at your results and you can decide, is this something It looks like it's going in the right direction. It's definitely growing. I'm getting traction and I'm still excited about it. So I'm going to double down on this target market and stick with it for another six months. Or you might decide it's going okay and I'm getting some results, but I'm kind of ready to start opening up something else too and try to grow an additional stream. Or you might get to the end of six months and say, you know what? 
nobody's biting. This just isn't working. Or what, what also happens more than you realize is that you find out that you actually don't enjoy working with that target market. And in that case, then you've invested six months into it. You've done a proof of concept, basically. You've tested the waters and seeing if it's worked. And then you can make a decision. Do you want to double down? Do you want to open up an additional market? Or do you want to stop that one and open a new one altogether? But unless you give it your 100% really total focus for six months, you're never going to know. And that's what most wellpreneurs do. And that's what we're going to eliminate during this four-day challenge that we're doing together. What most wellpreneurs do is they say, oh, I think I'd really like to work with new moms. So they do a little bit of marketing around new moms and maybe change some language on their website. But then they're, they're out sharing about their work and they notice that they've posted about one of their new programs in a Facebook group and the people that really took them up on it were actually single professional women, right? And they were the ones that bit and that, that maybe one of them signed up to be a client. And then the new wellpreneur is thrown into a tailspin like, oh my gosh, does this mean I shouldn't work with new moms or that I should start focusing on professional women? And so then they'll start to shift some of their marketing to professional women. And then the same thing happens again. Maybe a new mom gets interested or maybe a college student gets interested and it just gets diluted and you don't have enough evidence and proof about if any of the target markets are working So you just keep moving forward in a jumble. Does this sound familiar? Don't feel bad if it sounds like you because I think pretty much everybody starts out this way. You're kind of chasing any little lead that comes in and just hoping that something will click. What I'm saying is it's actually much faster to commit to one market that you feel confident about for six months and really go for it with all your heart for six months and see what the results are. And then you can make an educated decision about, is this something you want to continue with or should you switch to something else? Let me tell you, even though six months can feel like a long time, it is a blip in the scheme of your business. And by fully committing yourself for six months, you are going to get so much better results. And to be honest, a lot, a big reason why a lot of businesses fail is because they don't get traction. So if you spend your time splitting your effort, trying lots of different products and lots of different niches and lots of different offers, how long can you keep up that pace? You know, maybe a year, maybe two years, but you're going to burn out and you're not going to have the money behind you to hire people to help you to actually get this business to where it needs to go. So let me tell you from experience, from myself, from other wellpreneurs, if you decide, if you choose a target market and focus on it for six months, really give it your all and then see how that market develops. You will have the best chance of getting traction so that your business can really start generating real revenue and get going so you can grow and expand so that then over time you can start to incorporate all the rest of your interests as well. Okay, so I hope you see why choosing a target market is really important, but also it doesn't have to be forever. It doesn't have to be a huge, scary decision. And to be honest, it doesn't have to dictate the only people you can work with. So like I said, if somebody else comes up and says, I really want to work with you, if you have a good feeling about that and they fit into your program, why not work with them, right? But your marketing is dictated by your target market. So there's two myths about picking a target market that I hear over and over again. And here's number one. My product or service can help everyone. Won't picking a target market eliminate 95% of my customers? I mean, if you're honest with yourself, 
Who hasn't felt that way? You feel like, you know, if you write a really specific blog post or just create your email opt-in that's just for new moms or just for stressed out middle-aged executives or just for college students, then aren't you cutting off all the rest of your customers? I mean, what about all those other people you're turning off? What if they unsubscribe? What if they stop following you? It can be really scary in the beginning. And I think that this concern is even more of an issue in the wellness world and especially in the holistic health world because it is true that most of what we're helping clients do could apply to the vast majority of people, right? Like if you're helping people transition to a whole foods diet, then they're going to experience a whole bunch of benefits. You know, they might lose weight, they'll have more energy, they'll sleep better, they'll have clearer skin, they might have their sex drive come back, they will look and feel younger. They'll maybe stabilize their blood sugar. They'll, there's a whole bunch of things that are going to happen. They might get inspired to make other life changes. And really, who couldn't use those benefits? A wide variety of people could use those benefits. But the problem is that that doesn't make effective marketing. So let's just think back to a time where you needed to research a new solution. Like you had a problem. Maybe you think back to your original health problem that drove you into health and wellness because so many of us had that compelling event that brought us into health and wellness. So think back to what that problem was. And when you think about starting your research there, think about the different kinds of solutions you might have come across. Now, if you really wanted that problem to be solved, right, did you really want a one-size-all solution that would have worked for you and your Uncle Harry and the old woman that lives across town and your teenage daughter? No, you'd probably want the specific solution that fixed your specific problem for people like you with success stories and testimonials from people like you with tips and advice and strategies for your life situation. You wouldn't want the generic program. You want the specific one because it feels more credible. So by making it more specific, then you feel like, oh, right, this company knows me. They've helped people like me before. So this product also worked for people with full-time jobs and families, or this product also worked for people that were gluten intolerant, or this product also worked for people that were vegan, right? It tells you this product has worked for people like you, therefore it will likely work for you as well. It really instills confidence and makes you feel like this is the solution that's finally going to fix my problem, makes you more prepared to spend money on it. So using the example we looked at before, like if you're helping people to transition to a whole foods diet, then there's a whole range of benefits that they're going to come across, right? That they're going to experience, which is what we talked about before, like losing weight and having more energy and having clearer skin. And these things honestly could probably help like the vast majority of people eating the standard Western diet. So if you're a new health coach and you are really passionate about just getting people to make these simple dietary and lifestyle changes to experience tremendous results in their lives, you might want to have some marketing that was something like this. Work with me as your health coach and you'll lose weight, have more energy, have better skin, hair and nails, you'll look younger, and you'll stabilize your blood sugar. My solution can work for you no matter who you are. Teenagers, men, new moms, menopausal women, diabetics, vegans, broke college students, jet set playboys, and busy professionals. This can work for everyone and you're going to experience amazing life-changing results. Hmm. I don't know about you, but when I hear marketing like that, actually, I don't even think I've ever heard marketing like that because that was a bit dramatic. But when I hear something like that, my BS meter just instantly goes off. And I think that can't be true. 
It sounds like snake oil, right? How can you possibly do all those things with simple changes and they work for everyone? I mean, it sounds like if that existed, everybody would know about it, right? It just doesn't seem real. Now, the problem is, even if you can get people to believe you about that, right? So they believe you that, yes, all this stuff can change. That type of marketing is going to raise a whole bunch of other questions. So they're going to start wondering like, okay, that's nice. It worked for her, but will it work for me? Because after all, I'm too busy or broke or gluten-free or vegan, or I hate vegetables, or I won't exercise, or I live on Antarctica, or I can't cook. Is it going to work for people like me? right? And so by raising these questions, you as the wellpreneur are going to spend all day addressing objections to your marketing rather than actually getting on with your work. But what's more likely to happen is those people won't even ask you that question. They won't say, will this work for me? I live on Antarctica. They'll just leave. So what you're going to hear from your marketing is nothing. Like we say, you'll just hear crickets, right? Silence. Because people, when they're confused or they don't believe marketing, They don't tend to ask questions. A few people will, but the vast majority of people just leave and move on to something else because everyone's too busy and they're just looking for the thing that will click for them. So I know that was a really extreme example. And, you know, that's something that you probably wouldn't say to that extent, but we do this in subtle ways a lot in our marketing. So on your website, do you have lots of different services for lots of different kinds of people? When we see that, we think, are you really an expert in any of those? It raises some questions. When you use language in your website, in your emails, and your social media that's so generic it could apply to anybody, then it makes people, again, question whether you're real or if you're just like a boring corporation or if you're just some spammy thing, right? If you use generic stock photography on your website showing like the perfectly diverse group of people like throwing apples in the air or something in these staged settings, people wonder, again, are you really real or are you just a faceless corporation or some kind of weird spammer? So these are mistakes that wellpreneurs, especially just starting out, do all the time because it feels easy. It feels like you're not cutting off any options. You know, you're leaving yourself open to potential clients and you go really generic. And I have to tell you, that is a big turnoff. So I just want to emphasize, don't worry about limiting yourself by choosing a target market. You're going to get clients and traction faster by choosing a target market than you would by being generic. And that's going to give you the revenue and the success and the momentum so that you can start to expand your business into other areas. If you start off by spreading yourself all over the place, you're never going to get traction and you'll never really be able to grow your business. And that's really frustrating. Okay, so that's the first target market myth is, aren't I going to cut off 95% of my customers by choosing a target market? No, actually, you'll get more customers within that specific niche because people feel like you're speaking directly to them. Now, the second myth that I hear all the time is that choosing a target market feels so permanent. Am I gonna be stuck in that little box forever? Like, what if you wanna start working with new moms? Well, does that mean you have to work with new moms forever? Or if you get known as the detox girl, then does that mean that you can't ever use your skills in personal training or meditation? No, like I said, the target market's purpose is to help you really get traction and start to get clients and revenue. And using my approach of the six-month target market, you're setting yourself up to focus on this target market for six months. And at the end of that six months, you can make a decision. And the best outcome is, because I know so many of us are multi-passionate and have lots of skills and interests, 
is that you focus really well onto this one market, you get traction and revenue, and then you'll have the resources to start to expand into these other areas you want to talk about as well. Again, I've said this before, but if you start by spreading yourself too thin and trying to be everything, you'll never get the momentum to bring in the money that you need to actually grow other branches of your business. Plus, honestly, you don't know how your business is going to evolve. We all start with ideas of what we think we might like to do and who we might like to work with, but you're going to change, the market's going to change, your business is going to change, and there's no way to predict that. So don't stress yourself out about it. I have to say, like, take the pressure off yourself. Have fun with this. You know, go through these exercises that we're going to talk about in this four-day Nail Your Niche Challenge. Come up with a six-month target market and just go with it for six months. Try it. Try this different approach and see how it works for you. Because choosing your target market can actually be a lot easier than we make it. Like I said, it doesn't mean it's forever. It doesn't actually limit who you can work with because you're still free to work with whoever wants to work with you. It's just a guiding light for your marketing. It's like by choosing this target market, it's actually so freeing and focusing because you know exactly what you need to do to reach those people. You're like, this is my target market. This is who I'm going after. Here's the places they hang out. And you're just totally focused on them. You can ignore all the other noise that doesn't fit into your target market for these six months. So I hope by now you're convinced that choosing a target market and especially committing to a six-month target market is really gonna be freeing and empowering and accelerate the speed of your business growth. Now, I know you might have more questions or fears that come up about your target market, and this is the time to share them. Because if you're listening to this the week of September 11th, 2017, we're talking about this topic live in the Wellpreneur community group, and I want you to be part of this process. Wellpreneurs can get stuck for months or even years dragging their feet on picking a target market, and I want to eliminate that this week. So what I'd like you to do now as your action step from listening to this podcast is I would like you to just imagine that you've chosen your target market. So it doesn't matter. You don't have to name it or what it is, but you've chosen a target market and you're going to focus on it exclusively for the next six months. When I say that, what happens in your body? Do you have any fears that come up? Do you have any questions that come up or doubts or anger or anything? What is coming up for you when you have that feeling of, I've chosen my target market? Or maybe it feels like a relief and it feels freeing and it feels focusing, right? But this is just, there's no right or wrong answer. What we're trying to do today in day one of the challenge is uncover what limiting beliefs and hidden fears and myths you have around the target market so we can eliminate those and then move on to choosing your target market and getting you inside their head so your marketing so much more effective later in the week. So as your action step, I want you to think about what would it feel like for you to choose a target market and then come over to our Wellpreneur community group on Facebook and jump into the conversation there. If you have any fears or questions that come up, share them in the group and I'll be in there answering questions as well. And we'll all share with each other as we're going through this process. Now, if you haven't already, if you want to participate in the four-day Nail Your Niche Challenge, I want you to go sign up for it at wellpreneuronline.com slash niche. And please spread the word with any of your Wellpreneur friends, especially people just starting out or who are just finishing up their wellness training programs, because this is the perfect time for them to go through this niche process as well. So again, that's wellpreneuronline.com slash niche. 
I'd love to see you in there. And I will see you in our Wellpreneur Community Facebook group to help you choose your niche this week and get lots of clarity and start to get the traction that your business deserves. Okay, well, that's it from me this week, but you'll be seeing me a lot more in our Wellpreneur community group on Facebook. So I will see you over in the group. And then, of course, I will see you back here next week with our next episode where I've got another fantastic interview for you. See you then. Bye.